that kind of stuff. Um, pretending to brush my teeth a lot. Bad movies. Um, I think that's actually why they cut cocaine with baking soda. Like if people are gonna do this, we need to figure out a way. Um, other new ones. Uh, I'm getting sick of these targeted ads on my phone. Like Stop sending me ads on my phone. That's not why I'm looking at pot now. The targeted ads that I get are always like Christian mingle. Doesn't make any sense because really I don't I, I don't believe that can be just because I say fuck Jesus does not mean Okay. Your next comedian. What what an amazing comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. Oh, oh, oh. Well, hello, Mutiny Radio. How are we today? Right, it's Friday, another shitty week over with. Hello. I did not I mean of all the crazy things going on, I didn't Weird ass. Did you hear about this? Donald Trump now has released NFTs. Yes. No, we no seriously. Like he had this big announcement. He really did. He is gigantic. And what he did is he really just like he just said ninety nine dollars. That's how it's ninety nine dollars for an for these like really poorly. It's like if like if you imagine you got the shittiest AI you could possibly build with the worst parts and just $99 a pop, baby. There is no satire left. Comedy is dead. Don't even give it a shot anymore. Um, I'm also very excited because now, on the w- is the World Cup over yet? No, it's still going on, right? So you've got young men chasing balls all over the field. I'm like, it always excites me to watch it. I mean, I'm certainly watching um, the goal over there. I'm certainly doing that. And I think it makes me think about other sporting things like this. Um, oh, Ooh. I'm just really good to be here playing. But um, so I just can't think. I'm a big old faggot. I don't know what to do. And it made me wonder. You know, now this week today, it's made me wonder what I've done with it. You know, what 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 have I really contributed? What have I gotten? You know, and it's like existential thoughts. Do y'all think of any of these things already? Made me think. Any other cocksuckers in the room? Yes, girl. Okay, so you you can go. Are you guys lying? You so you are lying, right? Of course. You so you've never sucked a cock. Would you ever suck a cock? Why not? Maybe. What would it take? Real love. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or maybe some maybe some food. I don't know. Okay, so do you enjoy do you, do you do it for um power or love? Okay. So now 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 that we, now that we've cleared the air, let's do some math. Guys, this is going to be hard. So we're going to try to talk about real inches. So let's say you six uh the average cock is what? 6 inches. 
You? Okay. Just try to be generous here, my friend. Okay. So let's see. One up, one down. One pass. There's one up, one down. There's a foot. There are 4,586 in the mine. Keep going, and I kept doing the math and doing the math, and I came up with like 108,000 odd feet, which is 26.6 miles, which is a marathon, which explains last weekend. feel so close to you all tonight. I want to share with you the dream of voice Love you, put it in me, put it in me every day. Love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way. On your soul, put it in me, I am yours. Put it in me, put it in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Pam. Brady Pearson, everyone. Yay, Brady Pearson. Coming up soon, his new musical, uh, which is going to be great. Little Orphan Fanny, yeah. I can't wait to hear your rendition of It's a Hard Cock Life. That's going to lift my spirit. <laughs> uh, your next comedian, uh, damn, I forgot his name, because Lauren's not here yet. Put your hands together for the very lovely, nice, funny, wonderful Sam West. Yay! What's up, everybody? Let me do. Let me do this. Worse when I say that, and then I like. I had the worst nickname in high school. My nickname was Piglet. Doesn't sound too bad until you get the context. Both of my parents, police officers. You're wondering how hard it is to get a girl to go to prom with you, and she thinks you're a goddamn Winnie the Pooh character. That's praying to Christopher Robin. My father, being a police officer, instilled good values. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Keep your chin up. You know, pay your taxes. You realize how much pot I had to smoke growing up to undo all of that damage? I can't smoke pot anymore. Get too high. I can't do basic household chores. Last week, I fucked up that bad. Here's what happened. I was so high, I had my headphones turned up so loud. I didn't realize that vacuum cleaner was off the entire time. Hell yeah. All I could think was, fuck, man. I just gave my house a 47-minute belly rub. Got one of those Roomba vacuums recently. You know, and they kind of sketch me out because I think they collect all the data about my house and send it to my phone. So from time to time, I like to put mine on a treadmill. You know, like I like to think somewhere Jeff Bezos is slowly going crazy trying to figure out why someone has a four-mile-long hallway in front of his apartment. My dad was always there for me. Father side of the house. I remember one night I caught the monster under my bed, man. I did what any child would do. out in terror. Daddy, daddy. He came so fast. Ew, Sam, ew. What about your dad? Um, no, we've all seen our dads. Six boys in the house. We've all seen that. We've all, not, not dad's cum, Jesus Christ. We've all seen our dad's dick. 
holy shit, those are different things. Jesus Christ. But it's it, it, but, but for real, we've all seen it. You know, it's an integral part of being a man in today's society. You see your dad's costume. So much so that I would argue, humbly, that it should be a mandatory stage in transitioning from female to male, regardless of age. Well, Jerry, surgery, paperwork's done. Let's pop on your costume. Stop by the nursing home. Say hi to Pops, and make you seem official. All right, that's enough about my dad's dick. Let's, uh, let's move on to some silly one-liners. <laughs> I have a pet alligator with feces all over him. Whenever he thinks about it, he gets so disgusted. Big chunk of fat. Sometimes I wonder if carrots and pumpkins get jealous of oranges from the color. I fucked up the other day on Thanksgiving. Put the turkey in the oven at 32 degrees Fahrenheit instead of 320. Baked the damn thing frozen. You guys want more dick <laughs> jokes about my dad's dick? Well, lucky, luckily for you, I have one joke about my dad's dick in my back pocket at all times. Uh, my dad cloned himself. Now I can't figure out which dick I came out of. All right, I'll end it with this, okay? I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know, things outside the couch. That's why I only fuck puppets now. I had to break it off with Pinocchio recently. I really liked him, but he kept making everything too kinky. He said he wanted to role play. He wanted me to be Elmer. Fuck it, I'll do a decent role play. Elmo likes that. But he never told me what he was going to be. And I had to find out the hard way when midway through coitus, he turned around and looked at me. Sam <laughs> West, everyone. Yay. He's a real boy. Um, Nasheen, you're technically on the list, but you just walked in. Do you want to wait a second? Okay, so let's, um, we have a newcomer to the room. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Kapani. <laughs> Ian what? Christmas and his mom's like, Tommy, you're not good for shit. <laughs> your brother's a registered felon and you're still on the sex offender wait list. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you couldn't tell, it's my first time coming out tonight. And uh, I really, uh, I, I wanted to I wanted to give this an honest go. So I called my ex-boyfriend and I was like, what if I put in a rap song? He's like, do an impression. People love impressions. mind this is going to be a lot more serious. This is my first one. This is called Getting Onto the Muni Bus. 
this is called <laughs> this is called being a rich person getting onto the muni bus. Beep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, there's a chair here now. <laughs> um, I have another impression. It's a Russian woman who just moved to San Francisco. <coughs> I just moved to San Francisco, and I meet tells me he works for Google. I say Google. I love the no. It's the overcoat. That's humor, satire. He goes, no. Google. I say, yes. Google. He says, no. Google it. I say, I cannot. Google's dead. Um, <laughs> these, are, these, are my <laughs> these, are, these, these are my friends. I didn't ask them to come. They showed up. <laughs> but I really appreciate them. <laughs> um, Oh, okay. Um, sex for the first time is a little bit like running on the treadmill while watching Seinfeld because you think <laughs> it's going to be a really good time, but it's just absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, speaking of my dating life, um, I don't know if this ever happened to you. Like you're like on a date or whatever, and they're like, and they're like, hey. I really like the size of your bike tires. <laughs> you want to go for a bike ride sometime? And uh, when he had my phone number, I was like, is this like a hangout or is this a date? Um, right? And so, so we're on the bike ride, and he's like, <coughs> I'm a 31-year-old adult man. <laughs> I hate him. But <laughs> um, we're on the bike ride, and he's like, making friends for the first time. Um, and then I realized that there's a third category outside of platonic. 31-year-old adult man who wants to test drive having an adult dog. <laughs> so at the end of our um, daddy-daughter hangout, he asks me, can I give you a hug? And I'm like, okay, sure. And as he gives me a hug, he whispers in my ear, you're going to be okay. Thank you. Bonnie, everyone. Club it up for a first time. That's exciting. Yay. Yay. Um, hey, do you want to wait for a second and chill out? Okay. Um, your next comedian, he's also pretty new to comedy, and he's been telling us some pretty wicked awesome stories. Put your hands together, everybody, for Machine. How's it going, everybody? Ah, Lauren, how are you doing there? Nice to see you. Um, so I've been telling stories, and I came on the bus on Oz with Ozera there, and I saw somebody turning up in a fucking Tesla last week. Is that where you came from? Yeah. I came on the bus. I came with this gentleman on the bus. He's 33 all the way from Scotland. don't look like he's riding the bus, but he's in his I'm going to have a quick, uh, quick wee story about the World Cup. Uh, coming up, uh, Underwear, Argentina against France. Who do you all want to win? You do? Exactly. Fuck it. And that's exactly the fucking point of this story. Is England, motherfuckers, walking around the world, all those white boys, fucking be dude, pedophilia and that whole through the whole fucking the whole world, and still wanting to win the World Cup. Now, does anyone know about the 1986 World Cup when uh, the hand of God? Maradona. Argentina 
beat England at the World Cup final. Diego Maradona was six inches shorter than the goal he was coming up against, Peter Shilton. He went for the header with his hand up, hit the ball in with his hand. So he's taking a hand, one man, winning. They won 2 1 in the end. Some of the biggest controversies in World Cup history. But to Diego Maradona's, um, to his coined it by saying, uh, you know, the Mal he said Malvinas. Um, I don't know if you know what Malvinas is. Falklands War, 1982, where the UK sent their whole fucking fleet over to the Falklands and killed 200 um, Argentinians with uh, General Belgrano, the submarine, by putting a, a, a exclusion zone around that looked like a panhandle. It was supposed to be 200 miles around the Falklands, they put it like that. It went right round like this to 400 miles out where those soldiers, where those exclusions were. Anyway, so, getting back to Argentina. Yes, Argentina. Because France just fucking beat England. We're all happy about that. Being Scottish, and this Indian gentleman here, I'm sure he's fucking well happy about it too. That England got fucking, uh, got knocked, knocked out again. England type of country that always claimed when they were British once they start winning something. So the last the last white man to win to be the fastest man in the world was no African descent or male at all. From seventy eight to eighty four he was Scottish. Until except for the year nineteen eighty when he won the Olympics as the fastest man in the world. He was the fastest man in the world for all that time. England decided to claim him as the British just because he was doing so fucking well. Um, so, we just say, sorry all you English fans out there, fuck the English. Sorry. And I've got a lot of English friends, I've got a lot of Irish friends. Like with one of my English friends last night. I'm actually not going to tell that story because it's a bit too fresh. It's a bit too fucking fresh. Anyway, the Scots being the fiercest country in the world be claiming yourselves. Gordon Ramsay, born in fucking Scotland in Grantchester, claims himself to be English now, just for the fucking title of being fucking English or British. Suck it, Gordon Ramsay. You may be the best chef in the world, but you're fucking Scottish, and you should be claiming that. Drop ten Scotsmen from the Gorbals in any war, Afghanistan, Ukraine, anywhere, drop them in with a shiv, a knife, and the fucking war will be over within within 10 days, I'm not even joking, 10 of the hardest motherfuckers on the planet, I'm from the, I'm from just up from them, 20 miles away, I wouldn't fuck with all 10 of them, 9 of them, anyway, so, football, soccer is the biggest sport on the planet, but you don't care about it anymore because the US got knocked out, even though, when the US beat Colombia in, uh, here was that, US beat Colombia in, Let's say it was uh, 94. And the gentleman who was who scored the own goal for Colombia, he got fucking massacred outside a nightclub in Colombia for scoring an own goal. 2-1. The US won 2-1. They still didn't do shit. More people turned up to his funeral. 120,000 people turned up to his funeral. More people than has ever been to a women's world soccer game. Sorry. I had to drop that one in there. 
Sorry. Anywho, I'm going to wrap it up there because there's way too much to talk about here. <laughs> there's so much to talk about, it's ridiculous. So, anyway, uh, what I'm trying to say is, if you're from fucking Scotland, all you fuckers out there, including Gordon Ramsay, um, saying you're from Scotland gives you a lot more uh, oomph in the world now than saying that you're British. Thank you very much. Bye. Yay! <laughs> Professor Go Argentina. Ma- Professor Machine, yay! We learned so much about colonization in the World Cup. All right, your next comedian. She's one of my favorite people in San Francisco. Clap your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay! Thank you. Hello. I. You would think that when I you get to be my age, you wouldn't be so self-conscious and awkward around people. I always am. Okay. I know I'm ridiculous. Yesterday I I met this guy for the first time, and we had a little chat. And when we left, when I left, I said, "Nice seeing you again." But like, what did I fall on my head between hello and goodbye? I know how also I'm ridiculous. I haven't had any, I don't have any um, fashion sense since I left high school. Jeans, sneakers, and low self-worth. So look, it's not my fault I don't know how to dress. My mother didn't have any fashion sense either. Her only advice to me was the pretty young bird can wear colors, but the plain fat bird should only wear black. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my mother did drugs. But one thing I am good at, and I hate to brag because I'm so unbecoming, but I'm an excellent anorexic. I'm really good at it. So if you have any food you got had wants to be ignored, I'm your girl. You never hear of anyone pimping themselves out for being an anorexic? Well, let me introduce myself. My name is Lauren, and I'd be happy to give you a pack of those extra 10 pounds. You want to keep one resolution this year? Hire me, and you'll never look at food the same way again. It was a depressing thought. <laughs> we haven't gotten weight periods yet. <laughs> I've been clinically depressed more than half my life. Here's an uplifting thought. At last count, 27 of my various therapist kids attended Stanford, Harvard, and Yale. Coincidence? That's just one way around saying I've been in therapy for a while. Other depressing thought. I have a BA in English and theater, a master's in creative writing, a teaching credential, and a certificate of completion from Columbia University School of Bartending. All true. And yet I stand before you without a steady job. Here's an uplifting thought. At my last job, I got a free drink ticket. Comedy pays. Depressing thought. Most women my age are married or in a relationship. Have kids and grandkids. Good jobs. Nice, nice homes and walnut trees. Never benefit. I am none of those things. Here's an uplifting thought. Most women my age are dead. Oh, I'll have to work on that when we get back to you don't set out to ruin your day. You don't smoke one too many blunts, 
take one too many naps, pee in the kitchen sink, and boom, the whole day is fucked. And you might as well stay home and not go to the open mic because nobody wants to see you laugh telling jokes. All right. What about? Oh yeah. Um, because I have OCD, people have asked me to explain the difference between obsessions and compulsions. When you have obsessions, you worry a lot. You avoid unlucky things like raisins. With compulsions, you repeat certain actions over and over. Touch and count one. Whatever says touch me, count me. Should you have both? and you're obsessed all day about your compulsions, then you're fucked. Did I touch the kitchen table? Did I touch the ta- kitchen table? It's Friday. I fight crime on Friday. You'd have to be one. All right. Thanks very much. I'm Lauren Crowd. Yay, Lauren Crowd, everyone. Hooray. Yay. All right, your next comedian, another very funny man, runs a show on Wednesdays at Devil's Acre in North Beach. Clap your hands together for Dan Britton. Give it up for Kapani, who, Kapani? Kapani, who did her first set here tonight. You guys all just saw it. Hey, before you guys get out of here, hang around, because I'm going to reference you all, okay? Hey, how old are you guys? And, okay. Okay, okay. Give it up for the 19-year-old who just started sucking dick, everybody. Give it up for the 21-year-old who refuses to suck dick, everybody. <laughs> she needs uh, some luck from you guys. Anyway, sorry. Um, I am just only now starting to write jokes, and this thing's going to come out in a minute or two. I'm like, what the fuck is going on out here? But um, this is a joke called neurodiversity. If, if I don't make eye contact with any of you, it's not that I'm – not connecting with you, it's just that I'm trying to say this exactly how I wrote it. Um, I'm learning to accept myself as I am. There are so many things that I love about me. I'm a good man. I like spaghetti. These are easy to accept. But there are some things about me I wish that I didn't have. Like, I wish I could get my an itemized receipt for God and just be like, do you mind if I exchange in this addictive personality? Okay, that joke blows. Okay. These things are harder to accept. I'm neurodiverse, right? My brain doesn't work like yours or like most people's. That's hard to accept. I'm dyslexic and I have ADHD. I bounce around from thing to thing, never quite completing anything, all the while being confused by letters and numbers. It's rather dizzying. My, my lifestyle is weirdly reminiscent of Willy Wonka's office. Just a whole spectrum of shit that's halfway done. Oh my God, this is fucking blowing, but I'm gonna, we're all gonna suffer through this. <laughs> Because I need to know if this shit's funny. Any part of it. Okay. I have two planners where some things are written in one but not the other. I'm in the middle of 75 books. Or is it 57? And I get frustrated with myself. I witness my behaviors and my pass and I ask myself cr- passive-aggressive questions like, and I want to be a father someday. I hope to pass on wisdom to the next generation. But no matter how frustrating these parts of me are, it's not fair to get mad at myself because of my brain type. I have to accept the person that I am, love, pride. I'll give you an example. 
This morning I was having my coffee, and I decided I wanted a muffin because I had two al pastor quesadillas for dinner last night and thought, why not? <laughs> Let's just intentionally constipate myself. That way I don't have to worry about using a bathroom all day long. This is the logic of a fucking moron. <laughs> so I drive to the bakery, order a muffin, pay for it, get back in the car, drive home. Once I get in my house, I, si I say, finally, I'm ready to eat my muffin. Look around for a minute, check my pockets, check my car, and I realize I didn't bring a muffin home with me. I forgot it, which means that I must have walked into the bakery ordered a muffin, paid for it, and then just turned around and left like an insane person. So what do I do? I get back in my car, I drive back to the bakery, find the same cashier, and say out loud to another adult, hey man, I forgot my muffin. The muffin man says, I don't remember you. Like, how could you not remember? I, I was just here ten minutes ago. This wasn't my bullshit. This was him adding his bullshit onto my bullshit. And I said, let me refresh your memory. Oh, no, no, sorry. He said, look, man, I sell a lot of muffins to a lot of people. I said, let me refresh your memory. I'm the guy who's going to smash your head through that display case unless you bestow upon me a goddamn muffin. Quick note about this. I know that this wasn't a nice thing to say to another person. I didn't even really even want the muffin at this point. I just wanted my quest to get the muffin to be over. Being fucking annoyed. Good thing I spent two days writing this. So he gives me the muffin. And I drive home. When I exit the car, my attention is on taking the muffin inside with me. So I get out, close the car door, walk up to, the, to my building, I reach for my keys, and I realize I just locked the keys in my car. So now I'm standing outside in the cold, muffin in hand like a total jerk off. God, none of these punchlines work. This is when I get angry with myself. I say, God damn it, Daniel, and I smash the muffin on the ground. Now I have what I call a three-pronged problem. Stranded out in the cold, can't get in the car, can't get in the house, and once again, I have no muffin. Oh, and the coffee that I had is kicking in, and I'm realizing I have to take a shit. I find myself asking hurtful questions like, what am I, a fucking idiot? And I remember I have to come up with an answer rooted in positivity and pride, and I say, I'm not an idiot. I'm neurodiverse. Anyway, thank you guys for bearing with me. This was awful. Dan Britton. What flavor muffin was it? It was, of course, it was blueberry. That's the best flavor. That's the only worthwhile flavor of muffin, I think. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Azara Malik. Yay! Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for sticking around. Um, uh, you guys, uh, like, you are 21, she's 19, and you're, I believe, 22, right? I recently celebrated my 25th birthday. Yeah. Exciting things are happening in my life. For example, I'm dating this new girl. She's a conservative Muslim, very orthodox. And we have not done it yet. She wants to wait. Uh, and I completely respect her decision because I love her. I think it's the right thing to do. We have decided to wait until she turns 18. Right. 
Uh, I'm a Muslim, uh, which means um, uh, I take showers only on Fridays. Uh, for people who did not get that, uh, Fridays for Muslims like Sundays for uh, pedophiles. Right, moving on. Um, you know, as as Muslims, we are not concerned about finding the right person because we have so many cousins to choose from. I mean, even if you do not marry the right one, you can always marry one more sister. Like, uh, before my parents got married, uh, they were both cousins, actually. How weird is that? That is shocking. Um, here's what, here's even worse. My father actually wanted to get married to my aunt, but it did not work out, so he ended up marrying my biological cousin. It is, yeah, it is what it is. Um, this uh, one time, um, I was at my parents' place. Uh, I was sitting in the living room, and there was pin drop silence. My mother was probably in her bedroom sleeping, and I don't know where my father is. And I see an uh, Amazon Alexa device on the table, and I turn it on. I hear loud moaning voices of a woman having And this is my home. I mean, we are super religious. And so I immediately whip out my phone to see if it is connected to my, or to the Alexa. And it is not. So I rush to my bedroom. I open the door and I caught my father watching something. I mean, immediately I do something. I pull off the cable. And in the meantime, my ma mother walks out and she's like, what is happening? What was that? Now I am in a muddle. Do I turn my father in or do I not? Do I, do I or do I not? So at, on that day, I basically took the blame and saved my ass, saved my father's ass that day. Uh, it was super awkward at the dinner table. I don't get why people find it uncomfortable. I don't get why they find it uncomfortable. I can only tell you why I like it. Um, I was a handsome kid growing up, I still am, and I never had to pay for sex, not once. Never spent a dime on sex, because we are all cousins, all that. Uh, uh, I am like, I grew up in a super religious family, I mean, I was not allowed to talk about sex or even listen to my mu music either. My father was so religious. And so I naturally became curious about what sex people have and what sex people don't have. Like, do they hit a gong at the start of every makeout session? Do they moan and beat? Uh, do they do a drum roll when you're about to kiss? I don't know. I have a million questions. If you can figure it out, call me right now. All right, that was my time. This <laughs> Emily. Yay, thanks for coming. All right. Oh, good. Yeah, good luck. Be safe. Thanks for being here. All right, your next comedian just walked in the door. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ajay Damodaran. My bad. My bad. I, yeah. It's a high crowd works. No. It's not going to be. <laughs> How you guys doing on a Friday? We doing, we doing good? Sir, I remember you from last time. What was your name again? You were a machine? You have a last name, Machine? Machine. Are you like an R&B singer or some shit? What is this? You have just a mononym. Mill Metal Machine. All right, I'm going to stop talking to you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> metal Machine. 
there's something about like communism there. There's something about we're all gonna we, you're taking over. You're just you're you're like a robot basically, right? That's what you're telling us. You are, and you're just learning how to do stand up. And like you're, we're giving you data right now. Fuck out of here, dude. At least be discreet about how you <laughs> steal our crap. Um, no, uh, I'm gonna do jokes. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I uh, I'm thinking about quitting porn. Call back to Uzair talking about porn. Uh, I think about qu- quitting porn because I feel like porn like has like fucked up like the standards of like women that I think I can get with. Like, cause like cause porn sites won't stop you from jerking off to women that are definitely out in your right. I feel like that would be like a good solution if you want like healthy porn consumption. It's like anytime you click on a link, it's like no no no, this is too hot for me. Okay, but then <laughs> and you uh you're you need to jerk off something a lot. In a lot lower jack bracket. Gonna keep it, Pam. I'm gonna keep it. I don't care. I like jack. Ra- <laughs> I like jack bracket. My face is so cold. Um. Okay. Here, let me tell you my joke. Uh, I uh, I went to a steakhouse recently, and uh, I got uh, I got a roadkill. They had a roadkill on the menu. I was like, I'm gonna try that, and uh, I was really curious because they also said locally sourced. I was like, oh, that sounds sounds healthy. Uh, and the dude's like, fantastic choice, and he brought out brought me out a liver. Just a straight up liver. I was like, "What is this?" He's like, "Yeah, dude, the guy that usually runs over the animals hit a tree." <laughs> like, so how's it a specialty? He's like, "Yeah, because it's beer battered." Okay, that's a fantastic joke. I appreciate you guys. Um, I uh, I live with three women, which makes like it makes using the restroom really hard because I'm like very self conscious about like if they're looking or not, right? Like, but like that's just I'm never gonna fuck them. Like, I'm never gonna fuck the women I live with, right? <laughs> no, but uh, they all have friends though, so like I feel like I should do my part to be like, hey, maybe like use your imagination. Maybe he has like a nice room, right? Like so, I, anytime they're around, like I just extra, I, I just make sure to, like pee extra hard. Like it sounds like I'm packing down there, but uh, <laughs> um, but like shitting is even worse though, because like I don't want them to hear like what that sounds like. We have two bathrooms in this house. One has like a loud fan, and like the other has a right, which is it's a dilemma because I like I like a clean hassle, but I also like my privacy. Like I usually go with a bidet because the sound of me like shitting is usually drowned out by the sound of me coming. So, all right, <laughs> that's the best joke I have tonight. So you guys better fucking like that shit. Okay, no, um, I uh, you guys know Outcast, like the the rap group Outcast, familiar? Don't worry, I'll help you out. Don't worry. It's uh, they have this one song. It's called "So Fresh and So Clean." It's like a like it's an R and B song. But there's this one lyric that always gets me. There's a lyric that says, "I love the way that you are. I love the way that you ain't. You so and Frank. Let's hide out in the attic about two weeks." That's that's a real lyric, yeah. So apparently two. That's that's two is just the number of platinum albums you need to write a song about fucking a woman in an attic to protect her from Nazis. That's that's how many. Platinum albums you need. Okay, you guys have been fun. I'm gonna get out of here. Have a nice night, dude. Yay, it's Eric Amazon. There's two comedians left, everyone. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Sean Durham. Yay! I'm a comedian. I'm a piece of art. 
broken bottle of onion powder. get into new one here uh i uh i've been watching a lot of murder documentaries and uh and they're pretty fun right murders you know but uh i do feel like we all we do need like a little bit of murder in our lives you know like you can't have none a little little bit's good it's like uh chocolate you know you eat a little bit of chocolate it's good for you you eat too much and then we get child slavery Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, d- I really do think we need, like, a little bit, because I need, like, the threat of murder to not do some things, you know? Like, if there was no threat of murder, I would never let people murder Jack Stafford. Like, that's really the only thing, is me thinking, like, what are they going to do to me if I do that? And, uh, I would never pick up poop in my neighborhood, because, uh, like, really, when I pick up poop... I'm just thinking of like uh, my neighbor chasing me down afterwards, but there's not really anything funny in that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think I could be a murderer because I'm uh, squeamish around blood. Not for any like moral reasons, consequences. Oh, you you guys know how there's like people who pass out from blood? Oh, you're one of them. It must be a rough life. Cause I was just like imagining someone's like railing you, you know, and then you just feel them go limp behind you, and you turn around, and you're like, oh shit, started my period. No, not a good one. Okay. Period break. Um. Oh, ooh. I I have this uh, issue of getting like hard randomly, uh, and it happens a lot when I'm in class, like sitting at my desk, which is a pretty big issue for me because I'm the teacher of said class. Type of last word here. But uh, like last time this happened to me, I actually had a kid like raise his hand. He was like, "Hey, Mr. Darum, can you come over here?" No, no, I'm trying not to come over here. <laughs> but he just like, he kept egging me on. He wouldn't accept that I wouldn't come over there, you know. So I, I just decided to get angry with him. I didn't know what else to do. And I was like, dude, I'm going to call your parents. And then I did. I said, hey, is this Jimmy's mom? Hey, this is Mr. Darum. Can you talk dirty to me? By the way, just a little caveat before I go. I, uh, I, I, I didn't get hard because of my kids. Not attracted to my children. They're ugly. <laughs> All right, that's my time. Thank you. Sean Durham, high school, junior high school teacher extraordinaire. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we have uh, a one last comedian, everyone, and he's new to the room. So thanks for sticking around. Clap your hands wildly, everybody, for JT. 
yeah, thanks for sticking around, dude. Uh, were we all here when that guy was going in about his dad's dick? Yes, right? Most, some of you guys weren't. I'm just, uh, I'm going to riff on it because it's sitting in my head. Dude, fucking, um, what was it? It was sitting in my head for like an hour and now it's gone. Fuck. Um, alright, I, I did see my dad's dick. I saw it at a urinal. Uh, you know, wasn't like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I was standing next to him. You think your dad, seeing your dad's dick sucks? Imagine, imagine, like, seeing him do, like, the wiggle after he finishes pissing. That's what I had in mind <laughs> the whole time, dude. Holy shit. Terrible stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm home for the holidays and, uh, running into people the entire week. I was catching up with this one dude that I used to know, and he told me that he uh, he had to call the suicide hotline, which is incredibly worrying, but that is not the answer to the question. What's new with you, pal? You know what I'm saying? Why? Are, this is why we catch up instead of talk regularly. And also, like, you can't... <laughs> I mean, you can't, like, reciprocate with the same energy. Like, oh, suicide. Nice. Well, I'm going on walks now. You know what I'm saying? Also, like, I was wondering, there's a, like, how do you, when you an when you call a crisis hotline, how do you uh, introduce yourself? Because, like, there's definitely a wrong way. You know? Like, suicide hotline, how can I help you? Hey. I mean, you can't do that. But you at least have to start off informal and then get to, like, man, you ain't going to believe this. I've lost everything. Uh, I was fired at my job because I kept doing that accent. I don't see what the big deal is. All I have to do is uh, call potential voters. Bad. <laughs> this is all right. Low stakes. Five of us. Good though. Chilling. Um. Yeah, I've just been running into weird people that I knew in grade school. Uh, like this one dude. I remember I ran into his name was Owen. Uh, back in school, Owen was a uh, very religious. And he also had three nipples and other qualities. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it really is how you remember people, right? It's never like how they are as people. It's always like their weird quirks. It's, it's never like, oh, she's such a strong and spirited woman. I'm like, man, she used to fuck a lot of bartenders. Holy shit. Oh, she's tasty. Um, and like, <laughs> dude, I, I'm stalling because I forgot this one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. He, I remember he had three nipples because he showed it to us. He showed it unprompted, which is always how you want to see birth defects. I mean, I remember he was just like, I have a fucking secret. I'm fucking hideous. Like, if you have nothing to share for show and tell, you, you can set that down. It's not even your turn yet. You go tomorrow. Uh, every lunch uh, before he started eating, he used to do like a Hail Mary. Dude, I didn't even know that was a religious thing. I thought he was checking to see if they're all still there. Like one time he just peeled off and saw into the side. And I, like I half expected him to just be like, "Everyone check your food." That's what I, that's what I honestly imagined. Thank God, <laughs> thank God, dude. Um, I'll end on this. Uh, I'm Indian, and growing up, I had to listen to a lot of Bollywood songs. And uh, I just noticed this the other day. A lot of these like songs are like a mix between like English and like Hindi or whatever. English part, it's always what Hindi, like, 
lactate in your warm blood. You turn it on, he's like, yeah, damn, girl, this dude's a cray-cray. Fuck. Character in a dance video game? What's wrong with you? And the Indian part. <laughs> That's how I'm going to end my set, dude. That's how I'm going to end my set. Thank you for sticking around. Yeah. Wow. N- that was that was cute. It, and there, I mean, it, ostensibly there's people listening in there. And <laughs> who knows? Um, I don't know if I feel like doing jokes on my own. I, I mean, I feel like I should just because, I mean, I have the opportunity. I mean, I guess I should. Okay, I'll do that. Yay. That's why it's so cool. We left the door open. No, it doesn't matter. We're almost done. It's just I kept thinking, like, why is it so cool in here? And it's because someone left the door open. I know, right? It's uh, I've been doing a lot of acid lately, trying to get my head straight. Not helping. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been thinking a lot of a lot of real lot of real strange thoughts as I've been uh, walking around the streets. Acid, and I w- and I feel I feel like a modern day philosopher. I feel like like Socrates, and I yeah I got killed by Socrates. But I I wa- I've been walking a lot, and I've been thinking realize why Socrates never laid anything out and get us all in trouble. Because I've been thinking some dark, fucked up thoughts. Like, I've been very, very lonely. And do you know the pandemic was hard and we were all like despair and fucked up. And I had a thought and I shouldn't have written it down. And I thought that thought, I thought, I'm going to write this down. And I was like, I'm going to write this down. And I just didn't write it out. But then once I wrote down the thought, fuck, I I have to say it. And the thought was that I'm so bored and so lonely that I want to rip my IUD out with bare claws and have sex with some random guy so I can get impregnated so I can have an abortion just for some free drugs and something to do. Like, I'm bored. Oh, boy, see, I shouldn't have written that down. That's a terrible, I'm going to get myself in trouble. Have the baby, yeah, no, that's a terrible idea. No, I like drinking, I don't like babies, I can't stand babies. If I had a baby, America, this is America, make me have a baby. This is terrible. I would need some tools so I could drill a hole in baby would breathe hanging out at the bar because a baby won't come it's safe place for a baby you know sleeping bags safest thing I can (laughs) think of Uh, no I've been thinking terrible terrible thoughts weird things too just how incredibly selfish because um, we can be a baby we can pump our boobs into some glands that secrete like liquid with a nutritive and cognitive content, right? This doesn't seem weird to you? Nobody eats it? 
And then also we do it to other animals. We're like, oh, I'm like, oh, my baby animal. Take care of me. But men naturally can also produce a liquid that has nutritive and caloric And before, you're thinking I'm advocating for babies sucking dick. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we can collect you know, from your nut sack forever and maybe actually to solving world hunger. Well, I mean, because they homogenize and pasteurize the milk, so maybe we should do that with the, the jizz and, and we call it nut butter. Save everyone. I should never write that down. I shouldn't do that. Thank you, all of you, for sharing. I appreciate that. Uh, everybody, have a good night. To sit back and enjoy it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Between love and hate, she gon' fool you one day. The sweetest woman in the world could be the meanest woman in the world. If you make her that way, you keep hurting her. She keep being quiet. She might be holding something inside. That'll really, really hurt you one, one day. Here I am laying in the hospital, bandaged from feet to head, in a Santa shop. MutinyRadio.fm is the family on Sam show in which we're featuring the music from the film. John Hughes. So if you please, please, please listen to the rest of this show, you will dig it.
Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's yes. watch, watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Yeah, we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We want you to listen to our show and watch the movie on YouTube at the same time. You're probably streaming this on mutinyradio.fm where we stream first. We're streaming right now, every Sunday at 2 p.m. PST time. EST is 5 p.m. Turn to mutinyradio.fm, type it into a browser, subscribe to the channel somehow on your little podcaster app, and check us out. We're on Sunday. We follow Found Round Sound with Scudo. Fantastic show, a lot of crazy music, yeah. a lot of other great shows after us. Make a habit of it. They do live shows. Check out mutinyradio.fm. Right there, there's a donation button. Donate some money to the station. We're also a podcast by our acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, and we're available as a video podcast right here, right now, on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie we're watching this week? Today, we will watch The Park Is Mine, 1985. The Park Is Mine, okay. 1985. The channel we wow. like is ret the Retro Forge. Now there's two, neither of them have ads, but choose Great. the Retro Forge so you're in sync with us. Okay? okay, so we this movie is out there, but Retro Forge is the channel that is hosting the movie version we're going to be watching right now. So go ahead, type in four magic words. The park is mine. What a great title! What a great title. Four yeah, well, that's words. What happens power. in the film? You'll see. Okay. I, I hope they use four-letter words in this because this is fucking fast. The park is mine. To the point. Type in the park is mine. 1970, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> and then it is hosted by Retro Ford. When you find the link, 1985. Oh, 85. Excuse me. Ooh, cool. See Giuliani. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and watch this movie. So find the link, click it, hit pause, move it to zero zero zero. Carl, I want you to. Future Horn Early is our producer of the show. He wrote the theme song you heard. He's researched this movie. And not only that, he found a celebrity comedian out in the ether. And, uh, and he's going to... Ether? Ether. Oh. <laughs> That's what happens when I say a word out loud. Ether. And he has a celebrity comedian who's going to talk about themselves while you get yourself set up. But then they're going to do the celebrity comedian countdown. And when they say go, press go. And as always, I haven't heard it yet. I'll take it away. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Vincent Vitale. Welcome, Vincent. Thank you for having me, Carl. Now, you are a man on the go. You are always active. As a matter of fact, we had to take this call from the car. You've got your job. You've got your family. You've got your comedy. How do you juggle it all, my man? Oh, you know, lots and lots of Xanax. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> Especially when I'm driving. <laughs> now, Kidding. you are extraordinaire, but another thing you are is a comedy professor. I'm specifically talking about your free spirit comedy school, in which you're oftentimes teaching kids how to do comedy. Tell me how this thing got born how you're doing both adults and kids. Let me know about free spirit comedy. Well, kids are really impressionable, you know? 
So you can tell them that comedy is a, um, a profession that's worth pursuing and that it, it can be taught, and then they believe you. So um, I've uh, been doing that for about 10 years. I've had about uh, four students. <laughs> so I've had about, uh, I've had about probably 20-some-odd students at this point. Uh-huh. But I didn't start really ramping up the uh, classes until about two years ago. And actually, believe it or not, it was when I branched out to um, inviting adults to uh, learn comedy that I actually had a much bigger response. And I was kind of surprised by that because I thought kids would be more interested in learning uh, stand-up comedy. But it actually turns out the adults are the ones that um, that need some uh, need some learning. So, uh, funny, I got an email actually right before we got on this call, two of my former students inquiring about improv classes locally. Uh, uh-huh. That's not something I, I teach, but um, if there are any improv instructors in Morris County, Sussex County area, I'd be interested in uh, connecting with you because... Um, I have I have uh, have students who are interested in acquiring developing these skills and not having to travel to New York to get them. That's yeah. One of the uh, improv schools that might have uh, folded at this point anyway. I know UCB doesn't exist anymore. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the pit, but uh, you know, there's people that know these things that that live live in New Jersey. Believe it or not. Yeah. Now, I also wanted to ask you, uh, you are often hosting at Crystal Springs Cabaret, right? That's a big deal. Let me know about this. This is in Crystal Springs. What is it? It's in Vernon, New Jersey? Technically, it's Hamburg, but close Uh enough. Um, So that's a show that's been ongoing for, I think, since October of... um, what is it, 2023 now? So October 2021? No, that's probably when I started. Well, was it pandemic times when you started? Let me think for a second. They they started that show actually in 2020. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, But I've been uh, emceeing pretty regularly on it for almost uh, two years now, but generally we take a hiatus in the summers um, because, you know, there's a lot of things going on outside, and uh, if you know Crystal Springs Resort, it's, I think it's like the, probably one of the biggest um, attractions for people looking for a weekend getaway outside of uh, New York City. They have all types of things going on there, you know, like uh, I don't know, pools and and uh, axe throwing, uh, <laughs> yes. goat goat yoga. Um, yes. So now, it's hard to compete with that in July when you're swimming. Now, what's crazy to me is the comedians that come out to Crystal Springs are often from Long Island. It's so far away. How is it that that keeps happening? I mean, some booker there is making that happen. And and people are, and the Long Island comics come. 
Well, I say if you build it, they will come. But if, if you pay a comedian, they will come too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's just my nature of the, um, you know, the, the producer on the show happens to be a Long Island comedian. And so naturally her network, though it's very large, uh, many of the comics uh, books are local to her region. And uh, let's face it, I mean, Long Island comics is, Call them Strong Island comics because um, yeah. so many of them work the New York circuit, so they're going to be really, really talented. And uh, I happen to get get on the show actually through a musician. It wasn't through a comedian, um, but l thankfully the the producer, comedy producer, likes me enough to keep me on it. So yeah, I, I suppose good. I'm doing a good enough job in that case. Yeah, I'm looking to get booked. I don't think it's up to you, but. No, if it was yeah. up to me, I would book you tomorrow, Carl. I know and, you often You wouldn't do. be on until October. <laughs> wow, that's a long thread. Okay, because I would think September would be when you. Okay, well, anyway, you got it going on. It's always going on. Now, how can people reach out to you? you uh, you're just talking about if they have an improv class, you want to know about that. Maybe somebody wants to take a class at Free Spirit Comedy. I mean, how can they get to you out there? Do you have a website? And also, what are you doing on social media? How, pe how can people find out what's going on with you? Besides well, Free Spirit's Spirit. very straightforward. Everything's just Free Spirit Comedy, you know, at gmail.com, freespiritcomedy.com. Um, you look us up on uh, YouTube. We got some of the students on there that have performed. Um, I, I'm actually probably going to get another class going in the fall again, but I am currently working with a few students privately. Uh -huh. uh, that's just where I do one-on-one -on -one coaching and, uh, you know, helping them prep for shows they might have coming up. And, um, you know, you've done my shows. You've been to class, so obviously you can vouch for how great the audience of yours are. So yeah, they whether are. You're, um, you know, you're somebody that's, done comedy before and just looking to refine your material or somebody looking to get on stage for the first time ever, uh, I assure you, if we work together, I'll, I'll, I, I take a lot of pride in, um, I mean, well, let's face it, if you're going up there, it's a testament to <laughs> the work I did with you if you have a bad set, so I'm going to make sure you're good. <laughs> freespiritcomedy.com, freespiritcomedy at gmail.com, and on YouTube as well. Okay, now, Vincent Vitale, everybody at home is press, is poised to press play on this movie at the same time as we do in here in the studio. So everybody at home has got to press play, same time. So why don't you go ahead, Vincent Vitale, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Ladies and gentlemen, Prepare yourselves for the movie experience of a lifetime. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian, for that Celebrity Comedian countdown. It was awesome sauce. I look forward to listening to it. <laughs> Here we are. 20th Century Fox. I think yeah. the fox is dead by now. Yeah, it should be. No yeah. fox in 100. All right. Right to the action. What, yeah, what is this? There's some emergency or something? Where are we headed? A, is that a police squad? Police squad in color. The park is mine! 
Ooh, Helen Shaver, Supergirl. Right. Yafit Koto. Yeah. Okay. And then Who's the that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let me see if I can. Dvorsky. Dvorsky. What's the uh, little name? Right. Years ago, he was married to someone. Okay, so. Yeah. We are on our way to a jumper. Okay, that's where we're going. Stop attacking me. Human being. You should call him Priest Platter. <laughs> Just a respect. Screenplay by. Based on the book by. Well, it is based on. Yeah, oh, hold on. I'm getting the credit. No, but did you read who the screenplay was? No, tell me. I, I, I glanced over it. Okay. It says the screenplay is by Lyle Gorch, but it turns out that Lyle Gorch is the character in The Wild Bunch. The, the oh, writer of this is like, fuck this, but he didn't do Alan Sm Smithy. He said, I'm Lyle Gorch. The Wild Bunch. Okay, that's the Western. I was thinking The Wild One, because Marlon Brando right. was a motorcycle Right. I so guess. I when I first started, when I see a screenplay. Now look. Oh, it, yeah. Are they going to be able to talk him down, Mike? The jumper? I hope. Yes. My money's on yes. I bet $100 yes, they won't jumped jump. him right down. Is that slow motion? The best way to talk down a jumper is to go, jump! Because he'll come down. Oh, yeah. That's a great way to get him. I think we should rephrase our, our words. I'm going to talk down that jumper. Uh, <laughs> can you Was not it in slow talk down? Motion? <coughs> hey, jumper! Jumper! Okay. Now we have the funeral of the jumper. Wow, what a bummer. This movie's now, a bummer, Carl. That's right, it is, and it will continue. Now, you see them in wheelchairs. Why are they in wheelchairs? Uh, got a basketball game, murder ball game after this? Correct. It, they're are Vietnam they vets, and so is... Tommy Lee Jones. Look at him. He's such a strange act. You know, like celebrities, you figure they're they're unapproachable or that they have a certain uh -huh. I guess in 1985, he wasn't like that. Well, it was the fugitive that made him. Look, this guy's been in movies forever before the fugitive. Yeah. You know, he was, people knew his name, they knew his look, but it wasn't until the uh, fugitive that he, you know, in, until he was really took his place among movie stars. Yeah, you're right. He went to Harvard University. Ooh. Okay, well, so. I went to Brenna. I think he'd go to hell. He was a good friend of the guy, but he didn't even go to the funeral. He stood off on the sidelines. He was all weird and, you know, like uh, post-traumatic stress from Nam. There's his alcohol. But look, he's at his flop house, and he's got a letter. Right. Flop here. Yeah. Now, the fugitive was 93, and this is 85. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. Okay, let's hear the letter. You're from me, Mitch. I'm dead. You read this, I'm dead. I was screwed up again. It was the jumper. Don't feel bad about it. That's his voice. He's just trying to make us. Now, the music was done by Tangerine Dream, and I everyone know. said, great they are. But I got to tell you, this is just regular soundtrack music. 
It's a rarity. It's like having a Robert Fifty or soundtrack. No, And this happens to be one of them. How weird. Oh, I learned I learned how to attend funerals from the John Wick movies. You stand at a tree near the near the burial, but you, mm -hmm. you just so the rain hits you, but not in view. <laughs> you learned that from this movie. There was no rain. Yeah, you you show up, but you don't actually walk and show yourself. You have to stand like a couple feet behind. Now look, the wow. direction to this little you know storage space that's full of explosives Indeed. all vietnam era kind of how did you get it back in the states i'm sure the stuff was purchased in this i don't know the answer look i love central park it's a map of central park yes where our era our jumper has laid mines everywhere and has stashed munitions and it's got all sorts of booby traps and so he's telling tommy lee from the grave listen i booby trapped central park here's how to right. take you want that park that park is yours that that's park right. is yours that's right exactly and he now, does it clearly we're in manhattan right but Ye uh, yes this is one of those, let's shoot in Canada, it's cheaper. Look at that famous hotel in every movie. Every right, movie. yeah, that corner. It's like a roundabout by it. So, of course, here we are in 59th Street, the, the bottom of Central Park. It's start, and that's where he'll enter. Carl, I should mention before this movie kicks off, because we are broadcast from San Francisco, I have to say by law, Golden Gate Park is bigger than Central Park. Okay, let's resume. Okay, so now we have the more prestigious Central Park from the more famous city of Manhattan. Okay, I'm gonna kill you. And in this, look, there's Stuart Little. You see the sailboat? You can. Yes, there's Stuart. I thought that was Spreckles Lake in Golden Gate Park, but I was wrong. Now it's a little unclear why we're taking the park. It's like to shed light on veterans' issues. But he doesn't really make it about that. He makes it about all the people who are unheard and underrepresented in this city. Like, it's not clear what his message is. We have to help the homeless. That's why I, my friend buried landmines yeah. throughout the park. <laughs> okay. Look at this. It's so cheap to shoot in the park. Now, that was shot in Toronto, what we just saw. And this is shot in Toronto. This was a theatrically released movie? No. This movie was all about HBO. It was the very first. I mean, HBO would have a. They would premiere a film once a month. They would have their premiere film of the month. This was the first time that HBO made it on their own or, or hired it, kind of. Right. This was created for HBO. Interesting. They said we could get high off our own supply. We don't need. That's right. We don't have to sit in the corner and go, give us content. We need a movie to air four times a day. We'll make our own. We'll make our own. Now, look how his face is all shocked. But he's seen this over and over that this guy stashed weapons for him. So I'm not sure yeah. why we're getting this reaction now. 
There's like a bed of money underneath the gun. No. Wasn't there like there was no cat loose cash? Maybe I'm seeing no. things. No. Oh, look at this. Not Golden Gate Park. Well, look, this is clearly Central Park. Like, anytime you see something that's an obvious landmine, like the castle, like Fifth right. Avenue, but everything else was shot in Toronto. They came here and did, like, three days of Tommy Lee Jones walking around. You said National Landmine. In, it's a landmark. Oh. Right. Yeah, I think he had okay. landmines. Right now, he's finding one of the National Landmines. <laughs> My favorite magazine, National Landmines. Class reunion. <laughs> oh, there's a class reunion in this. Uh, one of the people is a... I'll get to it later. Okay. He's so young. He has barely any pockmarks on his face. Tommy Lee. <laughs> oh, come on. He has that grizzled look. Right? Yes, he does. The way he some of those things blow off, he'll, he's going to go fire a few... Uh... So, obviously, in Central Park, yeah, I guess I've said it too many times now. But right now, look at this scene. Got to be Toronto. Different foliage. No one's reporting dog walkers. Oh, These here's a lazy ass cop. Be, this doesn't look like the Seventy Second Street Thruway to me. This could be no. Toronto also. Also, that cop car looks like it's it's fresh out of Gone in Sixty Seconds. No, no. It doesn't. Is that, that a real is cop New car? York City. All right. Now, you will see some of that. Like, for instance, there'll be a helicopter later, and it's clearly Canadian. Um, there'll be other things like that. So these are cops, not park rangers. These are cops who are just like, what are you doing there in the bushes? Looking all creepy. You doing drugs? No, oh, no, no. I'm a Vietnam vet. Going to take over the park. Oh, Here's very well. Carry here. on, sir. Carry yeah. on. Do you have any papers? Just this map where I marked the landmines. <laughs> Okay, carry on. Now, what we're seeing here is more degradation, right? Like, she won't even listen to him. You get out of the park, you know? But just another way for the director and writer to show us that... The man is pressing him down. Right. Get out of the park. Okay. All right. I have your word. You're going to get out. Look at that little dirt path. I love that. That's just from so wear and tear. That's what the joggers and the bicyclists can run over pedestrians. Oh, now, now we're in the gritty city. Right. Now, I think I don't agree with the internet. So much of this is in New York City, you know? I mean, I know just it was a, a shoot. Oh, no, I was going to say just enough to, to, to create the atmosphere. I mean, they have this great shot here, but then I'm sure it's Toronto or Is this New York or, or Canada? I guess it's New York because I was in Toronto, and I got to tell you, it doesn't look as it was much. I was just there end of last year, and it's a big city, but it just doesn't feel like New York. The streets are wide and broad. There's not a lot of – okay, now we're meeting the ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife kind of thing, and it's sort of like you're behind in your payments. Now that you have a steady job, oh, you quit that job? You're a loser. It's one of those. <laughs> now, this is a famous woman in Canada. Her name is Gail Garnett. Garnett. Yeah, I saw that. So, AM radio listeners, 
know her for her 1964 Grammy Award-winning folk song, We'll Sing in the Sunshine. She's got a list here of, she made it to number four on the pop charts in the States once. She's got a list of like, you know, 1960s hits. And then she goes on to be in movies like The Pink Panther and My Big Fat Greek Wedding and wow. Kojak and Bonanza. You know, she, she went on to have a, sh- a small career as an actress. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know her as an artist. Like Me neither. Well, first of all, it's the 60s. And second of all, it's folk music. So we might have missed it. Yeah. Might have missed it. Now, I love how this conversation is going on like forever while with a chain lock. Yeah, because it's just saying it's more of the way these are. Yeah, a little bit more. Could have been Plenty of pockmarks. I know they're young. They're haven't really kind of nestled in yet. I'm looking to see like he's fine, but not really. Okay, so you're not buying the Fuller brushes then. <laughs> now you can see why we didn't bother to go into it. You know what it was. You know, how's my kid? Oh, look, look, New York Yankees in Toronto. <laughs> and these Yankee fans are cray cray. Now we're I'm ready getting, to go. You like, you, like, you like your team. You put the gun down. Now, his gun is a Soviet-made AK-47. It will be throughout the film uh, until he does this, like, belt-fed machine gun. And okay. that's an MG-42. It's a World War II German gun. Would you take over the Central Park? Was that, like, for an what? idea of yours? No. For what? Just own it. Outright agency. This is my turf. I declare it Mike Spiegelman land. <laughs> Obviously Manhattan, right? 